The Constitution is to be used as a shield to protect people's rights. We will get our liberty back, folks. I made a vow and I will fill that vow and I will always be transparent. I will always do what's right and I will always represent every single one of you. That is what we're fighting for, folks. To not only get those rights back, but to make sure that this never happens again. And we the people can get it done. Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Real quick live because we are going to get ready to get on the road. We are going to Fenton, Michigan, where we've had an unbelievable amount of grassroots warriors that are doing a fundraiser for us tonight. And we've come to find out that they have raised over so far $11,000, folks, for tonight's fundraiser. And that is the effort. That is the persistence. That is people, we the people, bringing down the hammer and getting things done. And I, I can't thank everyone who has been a part of this campaign ever since the beginning and the amount of work and to do these fundraisers and to get us on the ballot and having those signatures within six months. Um, it's just been humbling. It really has. But this is we the people's time to really, really show not only the state, but the country what we can do when the right leadership's in place. And we focus this unbelievable energy in a positive direction to get things done, what we can do as a people, because the power always comes from who? We the people. So again, I'm really excited to see everyone uh, tonight. Um, it's going to be a big crowd, but again, they've raised over $11,000. And folks, this is not special interest money. This is not lobbyists. This is not establishment money. Um, this is grassroots. And for them to raise $11,000 for this event tonight, unbelievable. Just awesome. Just unbelievably awesome. And so getting on the road, going to Fenton. So we Fenton, we are coming to your city. All right. So we have to do real quick is I have to give the Michigan Dems a history lesson today because lo and behold, they are um, not really familiar with the Constitution. And I guess that was proven to all of us when their own governor, Governor Whitmer, ruled unilaterally bypassing on the legislature and ruling like a dictator for us for months um, for um, until what the Michigan Supreme Court ruled in favor of the legislature to say that every executive order at the end of April was unconstitutional. Weird. And then we the people hammered down even more when we. Did what? Got that 1945 law off the books, which she was using to unilaterally control overall law. So the Michigan Dems are obviously very co confused on what I said the other day because you guys um, heard me on many, many lives in the past say, you know, we've been off course. Our ship has been off course ever since the Civil War. And so this is why, again, so many times you hear other candidates say, well, I don't care about fundraising. Fundraiser doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to do it without fundraising. And they're just not bringing foresight to the equation, folks, because this is how important fundraising is. Because that's one thing that we have learned over the past two years is if you tell a lie long enough, people will start to believe it. And they believe it so much that they just hand over their freedoms with the lockdowns, with the mask mandates, with the vaccine mandates. They just hand over their freedoms, right? So again, that's why fundraising is so critical because you're going to have to combat the narrative what Governor Whitmer is going to utilize against all of us and labeling us as a radical right extremist, um, labeling us as an anti-vaxxer, that we spread COVID. And now they're basically calling me racist. All right. So they're pushing this narrative out. This is on the Michigan Dems website because I made the statement that we've been off course, which is true. 
And I'm going to give not only the Michigan Dems, but for those of you who are watching right now, a nice little history lesson on how Abraham Lincoln started doing executive orders, which did not follow the Constitution. We're going to give you that example here in a second. But I said that, right? And they say, of course, Garrett Soldano is nostalgic for antebellum. And that is the period before uh, the American Civil War, of course. So they're basically saying and pushing out a narrative that I'm against um, the Civil War, right? The American Civil War. And I was for what America was before the Civil War. So they're basically saying I'm for slavery without saving it or for slavery without saying it, right? She said, and they quote me, we've been off course since the Civil War, said Garrison O'Donnell at a Monday campaign event before launching into a tirade about some regulations that weren't around then, okay? Like the ones that outlawed slavery, question mark. We know Black History Month is over, but you didn't have to course correct this hard, Garrett. Sweet Jesus, that's what they said. So they're basically calling me a racist because I said that we've been off course ever since the Civil War and how this country is supposed to be run. And that's true, folks. And here is what happened. In American history, the Civil War remains the only one of its kind with numerous events that happen on several levels. One of those events is the expansion and scope of executive power by President Abraham Lincoln, which was undoubtedly unconstitutional. He made various decisions without the approval of Congress, and he even acknowledged beyond the boundaries of his powers as a president. And one of the things that he did was suspending habeas corpus. Habeas corpus is was the executive order that he signed to ban that. Okay, he suspended it. Lincoln's first proclamation was a suspension of the writ of habeas corpus. The concession of habeas corpus writ submits to a general traditional law that states individual rights before being in prison to appear before a judge. You, as Americans, deserve to have what's called due process. Abraham Lincoln bypassed that and suspended that and was basically throwing people in jail that wasn't for everything that he was doing without due process, without being in front of a judge. You can't do that. Well, he did. He signed an executive order, but you're not supposed to be able to do that because that is unconstitutional. And that is one thing that we have to do when we, the people's run for governor succeeds, succeeds and we, the people's campaign succeeds, is to make sure that the checks and balances are there, folks. That's how important this is. Because look what he did ever since the Civil War. And look what they could do now. And they're like, well, that could never happen here. Just look at our neighbor to the north. Look at our neighbor to the north, how they're starting to veer off course and go down that road of socialism with socialized medicine. We're not going to get into that conversation tonight. And along with their so-called um, Trudeau, excuse me, we're freezing people's assets for people donating to the trucker convoy, a peaceful protest. So he was freezing assets, folks. So I don't think that can't happen here. And that's why I told you all from the very beginning, my vow to all of you is to make sure that no governor could ever do this again, to restore the checks and balances. The Constitution is our foundation of the skyscraper, which we're trying to build as we the people for what this the skyscraper of what this, this state could be, the powerhouse that we all know and believe it can be. So that's what they pushed out, that I'm for slavery without saying it, right? And that basically I'm a racist. That's their narrative. And so, again, here's the history lesson, Michigan Dems. Take notes, executive orders, denying people due process, and throwing them in jail without getting in front of the judge, which is hot garbage. So, we, yes, we have been off course ever since the Civil War, folks. 
And that's what we have to be so concerning when all these other candidates say they're going to sign in 75 executive orders. There's checks and balances for a reason. And that's why we're through with the division. We want unity now. Unity. Conversations. We need difficult conversations from a variety of different people, from a variety of different backgrounds on how we need to move not only our state, but our country forward, folks. And I am the man for the job to get that done, to bring common sense to the equation and have conversation. We said this time and time again, you're not going to agree with everything that Garrett um, gets through with his policies and the bills, everything else. You're not going to agree with everything, but at least I'm going to be transparent. You're going to know my my thinking on why we needed to do this. That's all what we all deserve is the truth and transparency. And that's what I'm going to bring to the table. And that is why we're such a threat to the establishment. Do you understand, folks? You're getting somebody that's going to get in the office who's not a pawn, who can't be bought, who's going to represent you. That's why I'm a statesman. And that's why the good old boys and good old girls club in Lansing is so afraid. And they're trying to do everything that they can to hold up our campaign. All these shenanigans behind closed doors, all these meetings, all these things. They are trying to do everything they can to stall us. But I'm telling you what right now, that might have worked in other elections. You might have been able to buy other elections, sell funders. Not this time. People are awake. People are alive. People are engaged. You must come out of the basement and answer questions. And you must do more than just self-fund. You have to get out in front of people. And people got to feel what you have to offer. And that's why I'm telling you right what right now, this is our opportunity. And this is why fundraising is so important. And I told you from the very beginning how important this was, because what you're getting with me is foresight. We have to combat the narrative. This is just the beginning. This race is going to get extremely nasty. They are going to throw mud, as much mud as they can, just to see if whatever sticks. And they're going to start pushing a narrative. And she has a war chest, 12 to $14 million as of right now. And it's going to go up tremendously. The rumors that I'm hearing is each candidate's going to bring in 50 to $100 million, folks. Unbelievable. But that is what is going to be needed for us to combat the narrative. Because they're going to continue to push this on social media, corporate media. And if they tell a lie long enough, people start to believe it. So you must fundraise. And folks, again... It's because of all of you, the well over $1.5 million that we, the people, have raised over the past 10 months, 96% within are under the amount of $200, which is huge. Those are votes. Think about that. Over $1.5 million, under $200 is 96% of that money. Those are votes and 96% within the state of Michigan, folks. So that is because of all of you. All of your hard work, all of your determination, all of your all of your dedication, your financial skin in the gauge are in the game, your commitment. That's what's going to be needed to bring down two Goliaths, not only Governor Whitmer, but our own establishment and their and their backed candidates. Okay. That is what's going to be needed. And that's why we must continue to hammer down. So again, I'm going to talk about this from here on out. You got five dollars right now. Five dollars. Go to GarrettForMichigan.com. The link is in the description. Click on it, donate five dollars. Take back your deposit bottles. Donate that. We need all of your financial commitment and your continued financial commitment to win this thing. And I guarantee you, when we do this, we will be the shock, not the shot, the shock heard around the state, around the country, around the world, because people are going to say, holy cow, a grassroots candidate backed by we people were able to pull this out against a Goliath like Governor Whitmer. And what do you think that's going to do? That's going to inspire other people in other states to do exactly what we did. You guys ever remember me talking about the four-minute mile before I get on the road here? The four-minute mile. Uh, I forget the exact date. Roger, Roger Bannister was the first person to ever run a mile under four minutes. And everybody was told up to that point that if you ran a mile 
under four minutes that your body wouldn't be able to take it, take it and your heart would literally explode. That was the consciousness. That was the belief system was that if you ran a mile under four minutes, your heart would explode and you would die. So it took somebody to think outside the box to finally do it. And you know what happens under, I think six months later, somebody else did it from halfway across the world. I think it was an Australian that did it next. And ever since then, I think there's been tens of thousands, even high school athletes who've been able to run a mile underneath four minutes. What changed? Well, somebody had a backbone to think outside the box and put it all on the line and do it to prove to everybody that they could. And then everybody else started doing it. That's exactly what we, the People's Run for Governor, is going to do. We're going to inspire normal Americans, ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And it started here in the state of Michigan to run for all levels of office because it's going to ignite people's consciousness to say, holy cow, they did it in Michigan. We can do it here. We can do it here. There's no reason. That guy did it. We can do it. That's how we take our country back. It's by ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And that's why we must continue to hammer down and get this done. We're not going to let up off the gas pedal. I told you from the very beginning, I am the type of guy who goes all out. I need you to continue to go all out with me. And a lot of you have. I can't thank you all enough and how much I appreciate you. But there's still some people on the sidelines. You know who you are. There's still some people in the bleachers. And you know who you are. They're like, ah, I don't, I never donated to a campaign before. I'm telling you what, look what's happening in the world right now. If you donate, if you don't donate now to somebody who you can trust and somebody who can support, you're not going to have anybody here in the future to donate to. I guarantee it. That's how critical this race is, folks. Our country is getting ripped apart right now. And again, it's time for all of us, ordinary people to do extraordinary things. So you must get off the sidelines. You must get off the bleachers. You got to get out from underneath your keyboard and you need to get engaged with this campaign. Five dollars, ten dollars, fifty dollars, whatever you can. And you must continue to get engaged. Become a grassroots warrior. Sign up at GarrettForMichigan.com. Get involved. It's on our website, folks. Sign up. Become a grassroots warrior. We're going to start activating all of you. You can sign up for one of our upcoming events to come talk to me. Ask questions. That's GarrettForMichigan.com slash events. Everything's there. And if you're not getting all of our videos and announcements, then you can go to GarrettForMission.com and get on our email list. And that's what we do is we send out emails all the time to keep you engaged, to keep you activated and tell you when we're coming to your area. I still see. I didn't know you were coming. Well, you're not on the email list because we send emails to that surrounding area to let you know that we're on our way. Okay. so those are the things that you can do. Michigan Dems, read some history. My goodness gracious. If you want to teach our kids anything critical, how about critical reading skills, critical math skills, critical history? Teach the history of what happened, even the bad parts of our history, the good and the bad. America's got scars. We all know that. But those scars are there to teach, to remind us never to do the same thing again. Lessons to be learned, right? So there's your history lesson, Michigan Dems. Even my dog's excited. So I'm off the Fenton. Thank you so much for everybody that's involved with the Fenton Fundraiser tonight. My German Shepherd Rambo. What a great name for a dog, right? I will see you all tonight. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon.